Imagine how it would feel to go into labor confident that it's going to be a calm and beautiful process. Hi, I'm Steph, and this is the Original Design Podcast. Wherever you plan to birth, this podcast can help you prepare more deeply for your labor. In each episode, you'll hear uplifting birth stories from amazing women. When they share their stories, you witness through your mirror neurons on a subconscious level that your authentic desires for birth are possible too. And it builds faith, especially when they share about their upbringing and any obstacles that they overcame along the way. So by tuning into this podcast, you're expanding your belief in your ability to birth. And by pressing play, you've already started the process of living out your original design. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Original Design Podcast. I'm here this week. We're doing things a bit differently. I'm here with my husband, James, and he's going to share about his experience um, at my two home births. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. hey, babe, how are you going? I'm going well. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's, uh, it's nice to be on here for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, let's, let's jump right in. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear about your experience. Like, what was the hardest part of, um, of the labors for you? Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the trickiest bit? Being a dad present. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I would say that uh, the second birth that we had with River, I don't, I don't remember worrying uh, once or having like a significant like uh, moment that's challenging with River because I was, I was so prepared in my heart. But I would say that with Willow, the hardest uh, part was probably like. Um, two-thirds in to the labor, so around eight or so hours in, um, I just started to, like, experience a frustration about how long it was taking. It, it's kind of like, I, I describe it like um, you meditate for 20 minutes and, like, in stillness, and you can, and you'll probably notice if you haven't done it much, um, that you start to get uncomfortable um, just doing nothing. And, and just um, keeping your mind focused on being in the moment, it can be challenging. And in a way, like, um, throughout, like, like throughout a labor, for the man, it, it is like, in a way, a meditation. You're just focusing on one thing, which is um, your wife is giving birth. <laughs> and I'm focused on, like, comforting her and... and and just being present with her. And that's really all she needs. And I would say that it was like at that eight hour mark, I was getting a little frustrated. So um, I I just asked Hazel, our midwife, to take over for a bit so I could just refocus um, my mind on where I needed to be in the moment. And um, yeah, I, I probably had a couple moments like that, but then uh, eventually, like, I was able just to come back in and be present uh, for the rest of the birth, the labor. Mm. I Yeah, that's really interesting hearing that from your perspective. Um, 
Yeah, because it is a very focused, um, very focused time. Mm. And I remember part of me was in another world, but part of me was also mm-hmm. hyper aware of yeah. where everyone's presence in the room was focused. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's when you say, you know, being present with your wife, um, yeah. I think that is really important because um, I think birthing mothers can sense that where if the person with them is with them um, or if they're elsewhere. What kind of focused presence or attention is useful for a, for a father to be? Yeah. Um, you know, what, what's yeah. kind of a focused attention? What, what would that look like? Well, I'll, I'll quickly like um, just go back to something you mentioned about how you were like hyper vigilant in a sense. Like you're extremely aware of your surroundings. And I think you noticed pretty much every time that I started to to lose like that um, that centeredness, mm. you noticed and mm. and you would tell me, um, you'd tell me, Oh, don't do that anymore or like don't like don't touch my back anymore or don't stroke stroke my back. Um, and and sometimes you would ask for Hazel instead of me because Hazel obviously has had so much experience, um, like being a midwife, and and she's used to being um, very focused for a, for a long amount of time, and like she experiences longer births than we had as well. So, um, like I would say that, uh, like it was it was it was good practice for me for the second birth. Um, I, w- I I was able like throughout the whole. The whole process is to just be so um, present and not to worry um, at all. Mm, yeah. But um, but uh, and, and I remember yeah. that, like I, yeah, yeah, I never felt that your um, presence or um, yeah, your centeredness left. Um, yeah, in in labour with River, yeah, yeah, I always felt like you were just fully there with me. Yeah. So mm. your question was around like yeah. for the for so, the man, what is it like? Yeah, what does it like, look like to have that yeah. focused attention? Like, yeah, practically, you know, like, yeah. is it yeah. is it an action? Is it holding hands? Is it a certain breathing way? Like, is it a mm. a, a, a way that you position your heart? Like, you know, what's it look yeah. like? Yeah, I would say that um, it it all depends on what you do in normal life. If you know how to be still. And you practice um, some form of meditation, then you're going to have that um, that ability to stay focused during labor. I think, um, like, since Willow, I've I've developed um, more of a prayer life uh, and more of a discipline around being still in my own life, and so I I think that that just translates um, mm-hmm. like. And, and in a way, labor actually brings out, um, f- for me anyway, has brought out um, like the things that I'm not so good at, you know. Mm, mm. <laughs> it's like there are certain things that do like, um, that do challenge me. Like when you're in pain or like just uncomfortable, um, I want to help you. And mm. then, and then. Like I have to realize that all I can do is be present with you, mm. and so I'm learning to be present despite um, an external circumstance actually like um, challenging that stillness. 
that I need to stay in because it's going to help you as well if I'm still. I think that is an incredibly important point that you've just made, that um, the way that you are in normal life is going to be how you are in labor. Mm. It just reveals something that you might find challenging. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think like it's if you go into labor in a state of humility um, and in, and what I mean by that is like instead of pride and, and thinking that um, I got this in, in the sense that like I know like I know how to keep myself still and I'm not going to like um, it, sometimes there can be an arrogance uh, where you're not sensitive um, just at, like being aware of your body, of your feelings. Mm. And I mean, it's, it's okay to be like confident in yourself, but um, if, mm, if, you if, you, if yeah. your identity is hinged on um, your confidence, then as soon as you have a challenge, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose that centeredness. You're going to lose mm. that peace in your heart. But if yeah. you're like, if you, like for me, I choose to rely on the presence of God and and I keep my focus on the presence of God and, and not um, and I, and I don't like I've learned to not dwell uh, on my feelings, my emotions. So it's mm. like I, I let the presence of God um, into that area of discomfort um, as a practice throughout labor and also just in um, normal life. Mm, yeah, so yeah. true. So not being. Um, finding a way not to be swayed by the circumstances in life that change Mm. um, and actually enabling you to find some place where there's peace despite external circumstances. And it sounds like that's just the best way to um, to actually help, Mm. you know, the the person who's in labor in life. Um, Yeah, yeah. Because it it helps you to just stay in in a place of peace and not... Not losing yeah. your peace based on some circumstance that you perceive is not going how you planned it to, or yeah, yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Maybe just to add as well, like, um, it's like I would say that um, you can't lose your peace. So to to stay like um, just focused um, in the moment, and like when challenges come, is to know that you are peace. Mm. Is to know that that is that's actually your state of being, and whatever else. Um, is external to that mm. um, is basically like like it, it's easy to to let those like those um, you could say negative feelings go um, if you know that your state of being is peace is mm. shalom so true yeah and, and in a way that's that's a state of humility as well because you're actually saying um, because the because the Lord um, like part of his character is peace, part of who he is is peace, then then that's that's the truth for me as well. And so I, I stay in that truth mm. that I am, that everything's okay, you know, that mm. I'm safe, um, I'm protected, and mm. and that the Lord has actually got it. That's <laughs> incredible, yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. So now I just want to talk a bit about the the role of the protector i feel like there's this part of men that is like i just want to like rally and like protect my my tribe i i definitely i uh, get 
I, I get that feeling like during during labor. Um, I would say that a lot of um, where I kind of like I direct that energy of like um, like protecting you and and the baby is is more so protecting the process. Um, I like I I think we both disagree on like intervention methods throughout mm. birth, and so me I'm like I want to protect the process. And I don't want anyone to interrupt the natural flow of this birth. Mm. And so that, that can also, like, include, um, you know, like, negative thoughts that I'm having or negative thoughts that you're having. And so I actually, like, even though I probably didn't, um, like, verbalize it as much um, for Willow's birth, that, like, continually praying against negative thoughts, continually praying against anything that hinders the process, um, the natural flow. And it's, it's for me, it's like it's really important. Like the body has been designed, like you've said it in previous podcasts, the body, the woman's body is designed to give birth. And, and all, all women really need to do is know that, like really just truly know that mm. and let that process just effortlessly happen. Mm. And... Um, I think, uh, like, for, for men maybe in, in the context of a hospital is, like, I would, I would strongly encourage um, them to, first of all, just stay so present um, with your wife, like, during birth, um, during labor, and, and also just, like, do everything that you can to, to like, remove the, like, the possibility of an intervention and just I think like the best the best thing to do is um is have a midwife there who can who can help support you if there's a doctor that wants to make an intervention um I only mention that um because I've heard a number of stories where where doctors have sought an intervention when it wasn't the right thing to do and it hasn't helped the process so having a midwife who actually believes that Interventions are not necessarily, um, pretty much most of the time, unnecessary. And just having them, like, communicate to the doctor and just you staying focused um, on the birth, on the labour, and just letting that process just effortlessly just flow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Yeah, I Mm. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay, so you talk about, you know, trusting the natural process, um, but how do you, you know, what, what would you say about that? Um, you know, being a man, you know, you're like, mm. what, how is that different to be able to trust your, your wife's, you know, body to actually do what it's supposed to do and trust God and trust, mm. trust the process? <laughs> like how, you know, what's that like for you? What's that journey been like? For me, it's it's simple, and I think that's probably because I've actually had, um, like, real um, and and intense encounters with God, um, where my conviction, like my conviction, is that God is real, and there's there's actually just there's no doubt in my spirit about that, and so when I know God's real, and I know that it's actually like Him who designed us, like He knitted us. You know, in in our mother's womb, he's he's very like to the to to the minute detail created us, and he knows he's created us perfectly. 
and and I believe that I believe that we've been created um, to 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 multiply. You know, it's and it's part of His desire for us is is family, and so mm. um, and so I believe that that every woman um, can actually uh, like give birth, and and that there doesn't have to be any intervention. I believe that as well because, I mean, I've experienced healings. I've seen healings <laughs> um, where God has just miraculously, like, um, like healed somebody. And I'm, I'm like, you see that and you're like, okay, well, even if there is, like, a complication, I believe that the Lord can heal that, you know, and, and, can, and you can move forward from that. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. The people listening. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Mm. It's just, I just know God, like, has has got it. He's got it all under control, and he, mm. his desires is actually just to uh, to prosper us, not to harm us. That's his. That's his path um, that he's laid before us. And so I know that if things are getting a little bit challenging, I actually instead of just like being kind of like drawn away by the challenge is like, no, I'm going to stay on this path and I'm going to trust God that that whatever complication might even come up. Like I, I've had like friends that have experienced really challenging births, but God still pulled through and miraculous things have happened. So I just, I just want to stay on that path mm. and not be, not be swayed. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. I mean, mm. I think we've both, we've just heard it too many times where um, doctors have said, that's impossible, that couldn't have happened, you know, when, when the Lord has done something miraculous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, absolutely. Yeah, it's because he's real. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to someone who's who likes the idea of having a home birth but thinks it might be too intense or, like, not safe or, like, just a bit unusual or they're just not sure if they would even – want to do that i would i would always recommend a home birth like for me personally i love having an experienced midwife present there are moments during labor where it's actually just really good to have a midwife present just to just to check up just to see how the woman's body is going you know how the baby's going even within tribal communities there there are women experienced in birth and and it's it's like it's a normal um, it's a normal thing, but surprisingly, um, not not many people, I would say, in this culture actually are well educated. It's it seems to be something that um, that you really like. You really have to do your own research. There was a very small amount that you actually knew about birth, and you had to actually you have to ask other women who who'd given birth. You'd have to do your own research and look at all the different like kind of methods in a sense and and then figure out what it is that you want. I believe that every woman should know the ins and outs of birth. Every mm. woman in a sense should be um, a midwife, should have experience mm. like, to, to, a, to a degree, I think so. Mm. Even for us specifically, like like you're, you're more comfortable in your own home and you feel safer. You feel safer. And I think that just that, that, so helps the process. Uh, 
being in like a location that you that you've never been in before um i think for a lot of women like would would make them feel a little bit uncomfortable you know it's being in a familiar place i think is so important and it's not like to discount like women who want to go into hospital into a hospital and give birth um i think like either way you can have an amazing birth i think mm. i think the most important thing is to actually just just hold on to that trust um that first of all you've been designed to do this well and that the that god is so good and he's got you throughout the process mm. yeah i yeah. i love that yeah it's like re- just mm. emphasizing that at the end of the day location isn't the most important thing like that's no. that's not yeah. going to be that that's not going to be the reason why you do or don't um yeah. have the birth that you want to have yeah. it's going to be where you put your trust and yeah yeah i absolutely agree mm. that's so true it's a really good yeah. reminder yeah mm. i would maybe just quickly add as well yeah sometimes people's homes um aren't that safe you know and mm. so it's just like well if you don't feel safe just go to the hospital you might mm. feel safer there i think go to where you feel safe mm. so we just got a little bit of time left what would you say to dads who are a bit like you know maybe the 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 wife is listening to this and yeah. they want to potentially pass this on mm. um you know to a father to be but but maybe he's at the moment he hasn't been through it he, he doesn't get why he should even really care why is this important you know I can understand if like if a if a guy is like not sure about his ability to be a father to be mm, um yeah. to be a good father and maybe yeah. they've had maybe they've had a like a, um like negative experiences as as they were growing up with their father like mm. um I just think like like just just start just start practicing sending your wife love and 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 send people in your life love as soon as you just engage in 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 loving you starting to act fall back into what you were made to do which is to love people <laughs> to love people really well mm. and and you'll be surprised how quickly like the way you see yourself changes <laughs> it's like if you just engage in who you've always meant to be you start to realize wow like to love someone is actually really easy like to choose love like over reacting out of anger is so easy because my my life's discipline is to love people and so i think like your confidence lies in who you were made to be <laughs> it's like if you're trying mm-hmm. to do something that it's just against your nature you're going to actually not have any confidence in who you are because you're like oh who am i like i don't know like because everything that i'm trying to do in my own strength isn't working <laughs> it's mm. like i can't see any any fruit in my life i can't see any um anything good about me but it's like it's probably because you're actually trying to do things that you weren't ever made to do <laughs> mm. so just fall back into the simplicity of just loving the person in front of you being present with them and just making that like your discipline making that your practice mm it's just as easy 
like to love your children as it is to love anybody. It's just that's your natural state of being. It's your disposition. Mm. That's so good. And yeah. if someone was to, you know, if a guy wants to send love to their wife, as you say, yeah. how what what does that look like? Yeah, um, I would say um, stop trying to to do things um, because you feel like you have to love your wife because it's it's um it's it's a necessary thing to do in marriage. It's like, well, it's just not going to work if you keep trying to do things. I would say start with your heart and just start like, like making it a practice to, to actually like to be still for a moment and just say, and just imagine your wife um, or imagine, imagine um, the person that you're thinking about and just send them love. Just say, I send you love. There's actually just so much power um, in just making a conscious, intentional decision, just from your heart, I choose to love you. I choose to forgive you. I choose to not not to hold anything against you. I keep no records of anything you've done wrong in the past or anything you've done against me. It's like this unconditional love that starts with your heart. And then, um, like, I mean, like, I, it, it's it's normal to experience challenges within a marriage, like as well. Like, like there are so many moments um, that will challenge you, and and it's just so important to stay in that state of um, I choose not to partake of the feeling that feeling I'm having towards you. I choose love, and so it's just always being intentional and not being drawn away by like a feeling of of hatred for example but mm. just choosing just choosing the love that you were made to be <laughs> mm. it's so your original good. design <laughs> oh nice <laughs> so good okay well i think that is about all that we're going to have time for today um but thank you so much for sharing with us about um your experiences Love you. <laughs> Love you, babe. Okay. Bye, Sam. Bye.